0: Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. I'm Ian Sork, James Tringali. It's been a long time. Tap, tap, is this thing on? It's been a minute. Um, at least a month since our last podcast.
1: Ian's a few fault. things to
0: discuss. Go ahead. Ian's fault, not right. mine. Sure, I'll take that. Um, there's been some things that have happened. Um, a few. A couple things, yeah. Bob Kraft's in the news. For all you know, the right done, reasons. I don't think we did a, a Super Bowl. No, uh, we did. That was the d- last one. Did we? Um, wow. Talk a little about Duke and this team. We are Duke fans, so this has been fun to watch for us for the most part. Talk about the East a little bit and what's going on with the Box and the Celtics and Kyrie and what seemed to be like, You know, a shoe in the bag for him to sign with Boston this summer has, seems like it's anything but that at this point. Talk about the Lakers, LeBron. It's February and LeBron's angry. So, you know, right on schedule. And then also got a chance to watch some hoops this past weekend with you out of town. Your mom got married. So, congratulations. Sorry, it's that. Um, Rockets, Warriors. So I got to watch them with that as well. So, no, it's uh, – so we got some things on the docket for you. Jimmy is going to be the one asking the questions to start it off, and then we'll kind of see where yes, this So goes. we'll bring
1: in our resident expert, Ian Sort, oh, wow. for the NBA. so honored. Already here. Already seated. Uh, figured we'd start start oh. out west, which has been the dominant conference for a while, but the East might be fun. So Absolutely. So we'll wrap up with them. Uh, starting with the Houston Rockets, they last week actually beat the Warriors without James Harden. I wanted to see from you what does that even mean?
0: So, Be- beating this,
1: the dubs, I think it was in or at Oracle without Harden.
0: This, um, I was really, in, I was actually super bummed at first when I found out Harden wasn't playing. I think I might have turned on FIFA for a little bit. Um, so you, yeah. And then I turned it off, got bored.
1: <laughs> Which means you lost.
0: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I just turned on the game and I wanted to see what was going on. And, and things were kind of close. And to me, I am so here for a Rockets Warriors series. I think if there's a team that can give them trouble again, it's this team, one, because they know they can beat them. I think they're... against the Warriors in the last 13 matchups. Obviously, a little bit different than last year. Last year's defense was awesome, even though, from what I've seen lately, their defense hasn't been that bad, the Rockets. Chris Paul, who wasn't that great pre-injury, has come back. He played a really good game on Saturday night. Um, I was pretty impressed with him. They do a lot of the same stuff that they do with Harden, high pick and roll, and, let you know, kind of... Let Chris Paul decide, am I going to shoot? Am I going to give it to the roll guy? Am I going to dish it out to someone for a three? Um, so they have that going for them. Kenneth Farid. Huge pickup. Unbelievable. This dude was Got him on pretty much out of the league. Squad. Out of the league almost. He's come in. He's averaging 16-9. and 9. He's shooting threes. I think I saw a stat saying that he's hit more threes since joining the Rockets. More combined threes since joining the Rockets than he did his in, in his entire career prior. And he played an awesome game on Saturday night. He was so important for them.
1: So Melo's definitely done, right?
0: Melo's so done. Kenneth <laughs> Farid is alive, but <laughs> Melo. Side note. Melo is so no, that's done. It's been
1: a huge pickup, for him, especially without. I'm pretty, Capella's been out for a while, right?
0: And he's out. Yeah, he's back now. Okay. He's actually back. Exactly. So now they have. Two formidable big guys. And Kenneth is a good athlete. Modern-day big guys. Modern-day yeah. big – yeah, yeah. modern-day bigs. And Fareed's a really good athlete. They no, shoot, he gets after it. they just – this team knows they can beat – they know that they can beat them. And I'm not saying – I'm not saying I'm necessarily taking them in a the seven-game series, mm. but I'm still very here for that series again. I'll well,
1: say, you know, you, you definitely watch more than me, but they got some edgy cats. Chris Paul's a little gnat. But he has he hasn't won. Harden gets disrespected a lot. PJ Tucker's got an edge to him. I uh, saw a bunch of them had quotes about how they they're still not over the Warriors um, taking them down. And uh, for argument's sake, a lot of people can make the case if Chris Paul doesn't go down, they they take that series in six.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Throwing Ken Free there. You know, they got a mixed bag. They got, they're got they like the island of misfit toys. Um, and maybe D'Antoni finally gets it this year because it's been a very – we're not done with the Rockets yet, but it's been a very weird year for the Warriors. I'm, I'm almost anticipating maybe 20 years from now or something like that. We'll get somewhere. The, the MJ doc that we're getting is completely about 97, 98.
0: Yeah, that last the, season.
1: is sixth and final NBA <clears throat> uh ring and what was for that team the th- you know, third in a row. So uh, it was definitely a war of attrition for them and, and, and I think you're seeing a lot of that with the Warriors, even though they have some guys on the team who haven't been there the whole time, but um you know, let me ask let me ask you
0: know. this. It's yeah. really interesting because so we saw this happen we've seen it happen now with the Warriors that the Warriors have all this talent and I mean you have two you have the best backcourt ever with the top 10 guy of all time Boogie's a former all-star which get to that in a minute him on this team just amazing that they don't seem that like. at least Kevin Durant didn't seem that happy one and two it's just stale I guess right it's in, I think
1: it's just an era of guys, especially that team, it's like been there, done that. Some guys talk about legacy, but really it's just guys who haven't done it before. Like the only guy I can think about saying it this year. I mean, at the beginning of the year, like Durant with Bill Simmons talked about wanting to win three in a row. Anthony Davis now wants to go to a, a contender because his, you know, his clock is ticking. so to speak, his words. Um, So I guess the regular season just doesn't mean what it does for some other teams. I mean, they clearly have the capability of doing what they did a few years ago, you know, going 7-3-9. They didn't even have KD when they did that. So, I mean, they, they got so many things going on. They got their brand and their investments off the court. Yeah. so, yeah, I, I mean, for them, I. I for for them, and that was gonna be my first question about them to you, which is, can they just turn it on in the playoffs? Uh, whereas you know, a Celtics team that hasn't done it yet looks very confused and lost. Lakers haven't been there, but I mean, they're young and they're dealing with LeBron. So like some of these other teams, it's something other than been there, done that. But do you think this Warriors team has what it takes to just turn it on? Come, so come, man. I
0: think they can turn it on, right? I think they can still turn it on. I think there's another, there's another place they can get to. The problem with me, the problem that I have now, is different than maybe like the 14-15 season, the 15-16 season. Like earlier in the run, they were so new, right? Like. I feel like you feared them, right? When Steph started hitting 27-footers in your eye, for one, we hadn't seen that. Two, he's the best ever. And I feel like when you watch teams play them on a more consistent basis, just in general, not more consistent, but in general, there's not that same fear factor because more guys are shooting like that. Threes are now, I mean, the number of threes per game over the past couple of years per game has gone up a lot.
1: I'll give you that. I, I would say to wrap that up, they've, they've lost some of the aura. Yeah. percent. I think they could definitely take a team sales out quicker than anybody. If
0: hundred percent. No doubt. They definitely I mean, they have the
1: most firepower. So I, I definitely agree with you. I think they've definitely lost some of that.
0: Um, Not only that boogies. Interesting. Offensively. He can do his thing every now and then. Right. Defensively. I mean, he didn't finish the game against the Rockets because he's a liability, too much of a lie. He's never been that good defensively. And obviously you're two hundred 90 ninety pound dude, three hundred pounder towards Achilles. If you bring him out past the three point line, like he becomes a liability. And they're perfectly content with going Steph, Clay, Katie, Iggy, Draymond. Like they're comfortable doing that lineup, and you have a guy who's an all star who thinks he's great in his own right, who's also trying to get paid this summer. Right, to make his impact on the game and he's I mean I'm not saying it can I'm be surprised a
1: problem, he didn't come back lighter. Yeah, he's a big guy. Especially for the way the league is going. I think a dude like that even coming off an Achilles, he's been he's been a big dude since he was nineteen years old. Yeah, he's a big in guy. Kentucky. Big guy. Um when you're used to carrying around that much weight, when you're lighter Inherently, as long as you're not losing that much strength, you're gonna be more agile, right? Yeah. So I'm surprised he didn't come back lighter. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any way, especially if it's a rocket series. I don't think he's crunch time. I don't know if he's crunch time at all in the playoffs. It's good. I mean, he can add. It's a good point. Definitely a second. I mean, he can definitely lead a second unit on a champion. Like, there's yeah. no doubt talent wise. Um. Which brings me to, so you, I mean, you, I have you, one more
0: point to make with the Warriors. Rockets. Well,
1: to go ahead, yeah, go ahead. For um, for this Warriors team, obviously it's not Boogie, based on our sentiment here. Who's the one guy that they cannot afford to lose to injury when we get to to the playoffs or suspension?
0: I still think it's Steph. I think it's Steph. I, I don't think one. Has is this, is this iteration ever
1: – I guess they played without him for a little while in the beginning of the year, and it was not pretty.
0: I mean, if you just look at the numbers, the record with without Steph and with KD and with Steph and without KD, right, I think that's what we're getting at. Um, it definitely favors Steph's Steph in that manner. Um, I still think he's the guy. If you would ask me this question, probably two years ago, I probably would have said Draymond, but he is—he's interesting because he's not aging as well, and he's, he's
1: played a lot better recently. Yeah, he's played a lot it's better. Fair.
0: And maybe it's just this is part of the—I'm, um, you know, going to my maybe my fourth straight finals now. It's just kind of dragging. But I don't know how well he's going to age, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him, especially because he's up for contract—not this year, but the next—and he wants a max. And he also just signed with Rich Paul it's a bit. Um, so yeah, I'd still say it's Seth, but one more, one last thing on this warriors thing,
1: warriors rockets.
0: Yeah. Specifically because warriors are again, I feel like through the second half of last year, we're saying this could be the year where they'd finally light up. I feel like we're here again and it could happen again. And this time James Harden needs to grab it. If he wants to be viewed in that upper echelon of stars, Right. I mean, I think a lot of people consider like if he gets a ring, a lot of people will throw him into the top five guard all time category, which I think could be fair if he gets it done in the playoffs, but they're asking Warriors are asking for somebody to take it from them. I think this is hard Harden's gotta save up a little bit for this last run, the playoff run. So take it.
1: Warriors versus the field, if you have to put your life on it. Field. You go in field.
0: Yeah. Why? Big number one reason why. One reason. I just didn't think. I think they can get caught. I so
1: just you think it's them. They're, they're their worst. They're yeah. their own worst enemy, rather than you. Really think it's the Rockets.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm mm. gonna to shift to uh, Southern California, and the spectacle that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I believe you. Had something about odds on favorites to be the coach in the offseason. I guess we're already assuming that Lukey's gone.
0: More so, I was talking about options. I know there is odds out there, but I don't have the like, the actual Vegas odds in front of me. Um, I'll get to the coaching thing in a second. But this whole thing has been a disaster from the start, from the get. Since they got LeBron, <laughs> right, there was a huge celebration. Great. Now, before you got hurt, they were, what, as high as the four seed? They were. Oh. But... It's pretty much been a disaster aside from those first 16 games, which I guess is a good chunk of time considering he's only in his first season with them. And it's been bad all the way from the front office, all the way down to LeBron, all the way down to the bench guys, all the way down to the water boys. It's been bad. Okay. You sign LeBron this off season. You go out and you sign Rajon Rondo. Not 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 a, not a terrible addition, not a great addition, but could be solid, right? Lance Stevenson, who hasn't been good defensively in a long time. Kind of a guy over the place. He can be really high, really, really high, but it doesn't have very often. JaVale, he can have his moment as well. Not sure he's your everyday starting center. To take this, Caldwell Pope got signed to a 10-year, one-year, 10-year... Ten year, one 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 year, ten million dollar deal. Yeah, ten year, ten years would have been a lot for that dude. Rich Paul calling in all the favors. You could have signed a guy like Brooke Lopez, right? Who's shooting thirty seven percent from three. Who would have been a perfect fit for LeBron? They used right? to have him. Yeah, they didn't want to get. They didn't want to sign him. They then have a their their best center, who, in my opinion, going into the All Star break was Zubac. They traded him for Mike Muscala. Is the only difference between the Lakers and the
1: Knicks the last five years, LeBron James,
0: and the fact that one's on LA and the other one's on New York, so opposite coast? Yeah, pretty much it. You knew what it meant. Yeah, I know. Being run as an organization, it's amazing. And to get back to the coaching thing, this is going to fall on Luke Walton. He's going to get the blame of this. He's he's going to lose his job after this season, most likely. Even if even if they do go to the playoffs, right? They're in tenth place, I think, or eleventh place at this point. I want to say they're under five hundred. I'm going to pull up the standings.
1: While you do that, I just just for fun. They're twenty nine 29- odds to be the Lakers head coach to start next season. Jason Kidd is the favorite at plus one twenty five.
0: That's LeBron's boy. That's why
1: Mark Jackson plus two hundred. Luke Walton's third. Yeah, at plus three thirty three. Uh, You got names after that, including Frank Vogel, who had a little bit of a run there in Indiana.
0: Is Brian Shaw on that list or no?
1: Kevin McHale, Tom Thibodeau, Phil Jackson at plus 1,500, and LeVar Ball at plus 50,000.
0: Amazing. Um, Another name on that list, Brian Shaw is a guy LeBron likes to go to on the sidelines, kind of like the position Ty Lue was in when David Blatt was the head coach. That's who LeBron goes to on the bench often. He's a big... I mean, Jason Kidd, they're boys. I know he has a lot of admiration for him. Uh, So I wouldn't be surprised if that actually happened. As bad as an idea as I think that actually is. (laughs) So we'll see. And then let me go down. I have more more later. blame. And then there's LeBron James. Okay. LeBron has talked about how he's trying to chase Michael Jordan...
1: He's, no, he's, he's already better.
0: He's, he's already all over the place. He's trying to chase Michael Jordan. He's already better than him. Basketball is not that important. Basketball is the most important thing in his life. This man is all over the place. He chooses to go to maybe the one one of the most dysfunctional organizations in all of sports, right? And now he's mad that he doesn't have a good team. Well, shocker. Shocker. I am so shocked because that's what the Lakers have been for almost this entire decade. Would the Clippers have been a better move? Maybe you have an owner who will spend Jerry West. I mean, let's say if I, I mean, if I threw all the names on a blank slate, right, and just said Team A is Steve Ballmer, Jerry West, Doc Rivers, but if LeBron went there, he'd be gone. Team B is Genie Bus, uh, Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka.
1: And Luke Walton.
0: And Luke Walton. I think we know the answer to that question. Ooh.
1: I definitely give Doc Rivers the advantage over Luke Walton. We, we crap on do. Doc a lot.
0: Yes, I do. Yeah, fair. Um,
1: I just think – I think – Not to get off track, but Doc – When Doc also determines who's on the team. It's not great. It's not good. It's not good. That's if he probably, just coaches – The coach
0: GM um, dual – I think hair. in Orlando,
1: he had a lot of rain yeah, he did. way back, or yeah. at least some say. Boston, I don't think he had any with Ainge. And then when no. He, when he, he went to L.A. because he wanted to make the decisions.
0: Yeah, he did. So um, he's
1: definitely a better coach than a GM and a coach.
0: And he doesn't play defense anymore, LeBron. Doesn't like to do that. Oh, and here's what's crazy. Like, that first game back against Houston. Doesn't like that do that. He he actually was playing on defense. He was trying hard. Trying he a, hard? He had a tough time. earning that 30 30 what? The what? That 30 mil? 31 30 mil? How much is it? 31 mil maybe? I don't know off the top of my head. He was I that was the most involved I've seen him. Right? He wasn't necessarily finding his shot until the second half. That started to come around but he played much better and they beat the Rockets. And Then they dropped which is maybe maybe the worst loss of the season to a Pelicans team that is in complete turmoil without Anthony Davis. I mean, the whole entire organization may get fired. They lose it them. They play Memphis tonight, and you can't lose that game. Like now, these games really start to matter. You're below 500. This is the first time he's been below 500 since I think his 0405 season, his second year in the league. This late in the year, correct. To me, it's it's been amazing, and I don't know what he's trying to do. Uh, he, he, to be honest, if you told me right now that – and I said this last year too about this about the Cavs. If you told me right now that he would go on a tear and they make the playoffs and make the Western Conference, I'd probably believe you. If you told me that they just – that team just simultaneously combusted in, just inside the locker room and it ended, I wouldn't be shocked. And this is how things go with this dude, one way or the other. I tend to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he doesn't. He's also very big. I don't think he's two eighty, but he's a big dude right now. He's he's much bigger right now than he was last postseason, that's for sure. So he's heavy. I don't know how in shape he is. He's got to find his three. It's I don't know. So if, uh, let me let me ask they're you
1: this: If you had to rank them in terms of who deserves one most deserves the most blame five deserves the least amount of blame coach management supporting cast braun we'll just say it's four I can't think of a fifth right there I was trying to type up five but it's, I'm gonna go it's still so see coaching staff management supporting cast braun
0: This is tougher, man.
1: Take a second. Think about it. I'm just, I'll am just, i just talk about him for a little bit here while you're, while you're doing that. He, I saw today he is moving as slow on defense as Dirk since his return from injury in terms of <laughs> his average miles per hour on the defensive end of the floor. It's not a great – Dirk's 40, 41. 40, 40, 40, 41? 40? 40, 41? Is Dirk about to hit his number? He's about to be as old as his number. Uh, I do. After that, I want to. I want to hear your thought. If LeBron could hit, if he could borrow Thanos' uh glove and snap his fingers and go back to, I guess he wouldn't need the whole glove. He could just use Doctor Strange's time, time stone. stone? Yeah. If he could go back to free agency this summer, would he go there again? And as a fan, do you f- not feel bad for him? But do you have any remorse? Which I guess would be answered here if if you rank him either one or four, that would answer that. So one through four, though, my original question. So who deserves the most blame? One who deserves the least blame? Four.
0: One A is management. One B is no, gone. no, no. I want one. I want one, two, three, and four. There's okay. no freaking subsets here. But if it's so close, that's okay. The problem. I want to hear your opinion. One is management. Okay. Two is braun right behind him. I mean okay. he is right there, okay. three is coach for supporting cast.
1: I think I agree with you. I would throw braun one, and I'll say why, and then I'll let you explain your your ranking. I don't hate the moves that they made in the off season. I don't love them, but I don't think. And I guess you're going back. If we go back like two years ago and losing out on Paul George and losing out on Kawhi, I'm assuming that's why you have them 1A or one, um, ahead of Braun. So that's, that's fair. And I mean, you can't really fault him for getting hurt this year. Um, which has really been, I guess, where it all started, but all those moves were one year deals. They're going to have a ton of cap space this summer. I just have Braun one because I, he had he has put himself in a position to literally have more power, more say than any player in the history of the sport, arguably. And he chose to go to this place. He chose to go to this place, Um, whether that was with the idea or assumption, which you shouldn't assume things that they were getting Paul George or Kawhi, like whatever. He chose to go there, you know. Um so I I agree with you, you know, the one and two being very, very, very close. And then I agree with you on the other ones as well. But I'll let you speak to, to why you came up with
0: it. So for me, like, management has done every single thing. Almost every single thing they've done has been wrong or just bad, right? And this is going back to Paul George, right? Paul George trade, bad idea. They didn't do that. They drafted Lonzo Ball for Jason Tatum, which could have turned out to be good, right? Not necessarily killing them for that, but it's amazing what they could have done. They the guys they signed in the off seasons, offseason, the trades that they didn't or didn't make. I, like Rob Polinka, outside of being Kobe's agent, why is he there? What is he doing? He's an, a former agent. What is he doing running this team? Right? If LeBron, who yes, I agree with almost with pretty much everything you just said. (laughs) I also forgot. He can still produce. That's the thing. Like, he can still win a basketball game if he needs to. And I'd say, like, he can still get it done, right? Whether or not, like, the argument that, like, should he do it all the time, that's its own separate argument. We would both agree on that. I think he hates playing with the young guys. I think he can still win games on his own. I think he's 34 years old and he's looking going these kids aren't the answer if I'm just gonna play hard to burn out a year. I have two more years left on my contract. I don't want to be in year eighteen slugging around now like I'm trying to rationale this. I still think he should play way harder and put more effort into this because I still think he's really good when he wants to be, but I think he's that's cute weighing his high yeah, I think he's weighing his options here, so and then yeah, um, I didn't even mention the, the support- fact
1: that he made it so public. That he wanted a d that's why I have him
0: that's fair. I had in management
1: because he honestly backed them into a corner
0: he, he in brought, my
1: opinion, he had a hand in a d signing with clutch, you saw every single day like these little comments and stuff that he was putting on Instagram and you know liking every single thing that a d did, so those two are definitely I would say it's it's one and two and then. Jump off the Grand Canyon and when you land you're gonna find Luke Walton in the supporting cast.
0: Yeah, I think I think they've I mean, um, yeah, I don't blame the kids as much. They're just not ready yet. Ingram to me though, surprisingly, who has since Christmas break, he's been pretty good. I've actually been impressed with him. He picks his spots a little bit better, um, shooting the ball a little bit more, but just realizing like he's six ten with the long with long ass arms and can get around guys if need be. So I just, he, he's, he's been playing a lot better, but no, I, I agree. It's, it's just everything that's gone wrong for them up to this point on both sides, LeBron's side and Lakers pretty much gone that way. And the injury didn't hurt help because I'd wonder, you know, if he doesn't get hurt, they win that game on Christmas day and maybe they go on a streak. We're not having this conversation. We're talking about how good the Lakers can be in the postseason. So, no, well, um, we can s- switch over to the East. Yeah, talk about the East a little bit,
1: real quick here. Um, on my like on my notes get restarted. Maybe I'll be able to pull them up on my phone here.
0: You're gonna have um, to hold a restart on that bad boy. I get that on my work computer.
1: No, it's restarting.
0: Does it actually? So, Eastern Conference, uh.
1: Pretty much same four teams have separated themselves for a little while here. I want to start with the C's, who are most people's preseasons favorite to probably finish with the best record in the NBA Uh, and definitely come out of the East. Not looking so so like that at the moment. Kyrie, uh, after the loss to the Bulls,
0: yes, the Bulls. After the loss
1: to the Bulls, Bulls. which somehow won up the twenty five point debacle where they were well ahead of the Clippers. Yes. Uh, and lost that one. Yeah. He says, I still trust us and our coaching staff in a seven-game series in the playoffs to put together a game plan and beat anybody, which
0: there's some salt it's to actually that. The there's f- some salt to that. It's actually the most – it's probably the best thing he's actually said publicly all season. <laughs> um Agreed.
1: Thoughts on the C's. And do you agree with that statement?
0: I think they can still be really good. I mean, you get those guys clicking at the right time. Uh Jalen Brown's been okay. He's been better lately. It's just it's weird. Without I saw a stat today, it's like without Kyrie playing in a game, they're so much better. Without. Him playing in a game. Like, so but if he's actually playing in the game and he's not on the court, like it's almost like this guy changes. The mood of the team when he's playing. It's very interesting. Um, I mean, they're sailing his best team in the East, right? And if, like, I want to pick the Bucks to win the East, but I just think Brad Stevens is going to put together a plan to keep Giannis at bay because he's still not confident yet in the three. So, like, if you told me that the Celtics made the finals, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. But if you told me they lost in the second round, I wouldn't be shocked either because. So how do you how do you, so rank, how do you rank how do you
1: rank those how do you rank those those contenders? Right now,
0: I got to go with the four. I think it's um, I'm gonna go. You got, you got Sixers, I'm go, Bucks, I'm go,
1: Bucks I'm go, Celtics, and Raptors. Yeah, right? for me, yeah, for, for me, those four teams have separated themselves for a while here.
0: Personally, I think it's Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee, and then I, I got to go with the Celtics, which is weird. Um, because they've been bad lately, but I still feel I like got their best.
1: Okay. So they can still do box, it. Celtics.
0: Raptors. Actually no, I'll go I'll go seventy sixers and then Raptors. Which one of those other three
1: teams is the worst matchup for the Bucs? And why?
0: It's the Celtics. Celtics because Brad Stevens will be able to put together a really good plan against Giannis, I think. Um, Chris Middleton's been really good this year as well. So I mean they, they do have some guys. Bloods has been good. Lopez is fitting in nicely. They just got Miritich and Coach Bud is a good coach. So that's to me big difference from last year to this year. They had And you don't trust Brad Brown at all. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on that. That dude I just I think and if they and if that let me tell you what, I wanna see a Celtics 76ers matchup again, talent wise, like a lot of other. fun, a lot of fun series. They don't like each other, but I still think the Celtics have their number and win, can win that. So I mean, and Kyle, like at the end of the day, you still have a bunch of talent on that team, and things have to go really bad for the Celtics. And I still think they can put it together. So.
1: But right now, right now you got what Rockets Bucks for the finals. You said the Warriors are going down. Is it to the I said the Warriors. The... I
0: said the Warriors. I said the Warriors could go down. No.
1: You pick the field. So who are they losing to? You said on my life. I still think they're going to win the finals. But that's on your life. What did you if the choice is you die right now, or you pick the Warriors, or you pick the field? Meaning you have to make a choice. Earlier you said the field. Now you're saying the Warriors. Which one is it?
0: This is a terrible question. No, it's not. I hate this question. Because there's two answers. Because one, they don't play the they don't play the field in the playoffs. They play three different teams, in what four different teams in four different rounds, right? The the
1: field. I means understand any team other than them. Who are you we picking? Can are, think, are you, picking the you can still think picking the to Warriors to win no the field. Which means you get anybody else. You get twenty nine other teams. Which obviously it's not twenty nine. It's probably three or four that can actually. Win. I
0: hate this question so much. This question sucks because you can still you can say the field but think the Warriors no, are going to win, all,
1: bro. It, it's I don't know how this question sucks when before why, before the season we're talking about why we're even playing. The Warriors are going to win, which wouldn't insinuate. Similar to the only other time in sports that this ever came up was Tiger versus the field. There was just one player slash team so dominant that literally that was a conversation before the season. Everybody's talking about the Warriors winning. Why? Like that's, that's why it's a question.
0: But if you ask me if if it's a Warriors Rockets matchup, I'm going with the Warriors. So I guess the answer is the Warriors. Duke falls to three in the polls. They... It's amazing because UVA's two. They beat them twice. Somehow Duke is three and there two. And you were just making the case earlier before we started recording that this is the best team in the country. I don't know how it happens. How it? I don't The rankings are just dumb.
1: Yeah, I got. I got beef with college football and college basketball rankings for different reasons. Uh I just don't I don't understand how a team can lose their best player and also the country's best player two possessions into the game in a, a rivalry game whether it's at home or away I don't think matters. And fall to three while also in the same week avenging their one of their previous losses on the road without their best player in a very tough environment. So it's just strange that either one of those teams jumped them. You can say that Gonzaga beat them. That's fair. It was a long time ago. And since then, Gonzaga's basically played, you know it would be really interesting to see Gonzaga like play an ACC gauntlet and if they'd even be ranked top 25. I'm not disrespecting. I mean, they, they have, they're, they're definitely more experienced. They have a lot of skilled guys. I'm not disrespecting them all, but it's just like a program that essentially what they get to do out West, because the PAC 12 has been absolutely atrocious for years now. Is be a number one seed in the West, get favorable matchups, get to stay out West, don't have to travel very far. And they're usually always older than, you know, most teams in the tournament. And they made sweet six teams. And that's fantastic. That's great. Like for a small school that isn't like a powerhouse in anything else, it's just like, where do you, like, would they even be? Would they even sniff winning the ACC in a regular season gauntlet? I mean, that's what it is. It's a great question. Gauntlet.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is.
1: I mean, they have, what, six or seven teams in the top 25?
0: Yeah. No. They...
1: Duke still has to go on the road and play vatech who's number 20. They have to go to UNC and play number five UNC.
0: Yeah, they have five teams that are in the top 20 right now. And Syracuse is still a decent –
1: Syracuse would beat a lot of teams.
0: Syracuse would beat a lot
1: of teams. Florida State finally drop out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still a. That's – they're, they're, they're 18. They're,
0: 18. they're 18. 18. So, no, absolutely. Louisville's not ranked,
1: and that's because they've, they've fallen apart recently, and that's because of the ACC schedule. Yeah. Not to make excuses for them, but, I mean, that's a really good team with a really good coach. 100%. So, you got – NC State, Louisville, and Syracuse, who aren't even in the top 25, who will probably make the tournament. NC State, maybe not, but I would be shocked if Louisville and Syracuse don't. So you got seven teams, arguably in the top 40. I just don't, like, this is a little bit of a uh, run on here, but I, I just, I was surprised that Duke fell to three. I really was. No,
0: it's amazing. And they had – I mean, they lost – you made the point earlier. They lost a rival game after their most – after, you know, an, arguably the best player in the country goes out in a freak injury 30 seconds into the game. Emotionally, you're probably a little rattled, right? You're like, okay, Zion just blew out his shoe, just hurt his knee. What's going on? What's – well? you know, you're, you're just going to be rattled. And I'm not surprised bunch of a ni- bunch of 19-year-olds on the court. Their defense – was maybe the worst it's been all season in that game, and that's credit to UNC. See, I'm fair. fine with USC being five. Yeah, I am. I mean, they've been there.
1: I don't think they're elite, but I could. I mean, they they have experience. A lot of those guys, it was probably their fifth, sixth, seventh time playing Duke. They they understand the magnitude. And, you know, they weren't going to be deer in the headlights. But even on top, I mean, like. That game pretty much went, if you were to ask people before, if Zion went down 30 seconds in, how do you think this one's going? It pretty much was the script. Old team takes advantage, young team, shocked, climbs back, and then screws Screws it up. And really can never gain full control of the game. And... So, like, I, I like it's nothing against UNC. They took advantage of the opportunity. I don't think they – they didn't shoot the ball very well, which has been their hallmark this year. But like you just said, props for the game plan because Marcus Bolden was very, very lost. I mean, you had – it felt like every other possession, the guy shooting the ball for North Carolina was wide open and somebody was running free to the basket for an offensive rebound, yeah. which means two guys – we're just running
0: free, free, yeah, no box
1: out on every demons of possession, which is absurd. Um, so I mean, they they get their props. I'm just if you think about it, if Gonzaga loses, I think it's Hacha
0: Yeah, he's really good.
1: After 30 seconds, if UVA loses the Andre Hunter after 30 seconds, what does UNC do to those teams at home? Probably the same exact thing. hmm Right? Like, so for, for that and the fact that they beat UVA twice is just mesmerizing that they're number three.
0: No, it's amazing. And Duke, who got a, to me, it was a really good win on Saturday against Cuse. R.J. Barrett, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 14 of 20 shooting. T.J. O'Connell. The kid came out and shot the ball really well for the first time all year. Alex. Alex O'Connell. He looks like a TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Racial profiling <laughs> against your own. <laughs> Alex O'Connell. My mistake. They go five of eight. Yeah, I think so. Really good. Um, they got the dub in Syracuse. You, it's- you have
1: like. You have to have some threat of a three point.
0: Because this that, that's one thing they don't do well, and that would concern me and the tourney is they don't shoot the ball that well. So, of, it, late though, of late, though, against
1: UVA, at UVA, they were yeah, they were good. They can catch fire, 100%. Uh, yeah, no, some maybe. of the fallout from the Duke-UNC game, though, a lot of the talk, both from the Twitter trolls and also celebrities, was that Zion should sit out the rest of the season. He A while back, he already kind of threw water on that, but obviously he hadn't had a, any sort of injury. Um, what are your thoughts on whether, you know, now that we know that it's only a grade one and he's really day-to-day and they're being very cautious with him to tee it up, also understanding, in my opinion, and maybe yours as well, that even if he did get a serious injury, he'd probably still go number one anyway. Um, do you think he should sit? Why or why not? I mean, not being take away being a Duke fan. If you're if you're thinking about it from his perspective, because obviously as a college basketball fan, you want to see him play. You want to see him in the tournament. As a Duke fan, you obviously obviously you want to see him play. I mean, so if you're in Zion's camp. Should he sit out? Because I think – The
0: smart, logical thing to do would to be to not play. Why would he? There's no – I mean, from now on – So you're saying the, this, the
1: upside doesn't
0: – At this point right now, because I think he has made himself a lot of money this season, market-wise, marketability-wise. I agree. He has made a ton That's- of bread, and I'm going to get to this in yep. a second. Like, he's – I mean, I, like if you're going if, – if, if you're, you know – I'm a consultant. He's, someone's probably telling him to shut it down. You don't need to play. You're gonna get maybe a 70, 80 million dollar shoe deal after the season with Nike, Adidas, whoever you want, you're gonna have probably gonna have your own shoe. Um, your stock has gone up because you're you're a better player than most people thought you were prior to the season. And there's just no upside, you just get hurt, get ready for the draft, start training. But on the flip side, right, if you're Zion, the kid tried, just plays his ass off.
1: 100%.
0: Every play. doesn't matter if they're up 20, down 20. He's the anti-Bron. He is the anti-Bron. <laughs> he is the anti-Bron. And I think he even said a couple weeks ago, he said, why would I come to Duke if I didn't want to play basketball? Like, he didn't come here to not play, right? And if he's going to sit, then why not R.J. Barrett? Can't, like, why don't they just say, I'm done. They're going to be lottery picks. Most likely, at least RJ is going to be probably a top three pick. So like the rash, like it just doesn't line up. I just this kid, lo- I like, did everything that you see on the on the floor. He's just into it. He's 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 here right. for it. Um, I just don't see him sitting. I think he loves his team. I think he wants to win. I think it, at the end of the day, he's a competitor. So I just I don't see it happen. Logically speaking, sure sit down because there's no upside. The human element, this kid, he's built differently. Wow, I lost my voice. I just think he wants to play.
1: So. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think it's going through his head at all. I think if you're his dad or someone else, you can definitely I don't I wouldn't blame anybody for feeling that way. Yeah. Which kind of is a good segue to our other conversation, which was <laughs> I think it's very I don't want to say short sighted because it's not like future thinking, but how easy we forget that coming into the season, R.J. Barrett was number one. He was a number one prospect. He was number one on pretty much every draft board. People had a lot of questions about Zion from the intricacies of the game, absolutely zero questions about the athleticism and whether he would be able to handle you know, the NBA from that standpoint. Well, um, you saw it within two or three games that he could handle that he did understand how to play. Obviously, it helps playing with the cats that he plays with, but he was a willing passer. He hustled all over the place. He's near the tops in the NCAA and steals and blocks. But you, you saw all this right away, which leads us to the other topic that has come up from it as the NBA has pushed or put in a petition or whatever, like to, to fast-track Dropping the the age from 19 to 18, which you've mentioned has already been in the works anyway, but they've just kind of accelerated the process, from my understanding. Like
0: the day after he got hurt. Right.
1: Um, I'm making the case by going and playing college ball, Zion actually made himself an extra $6 million in his first contract. Because the number one overall pick is like 44 mil number two is 38, and then number three is like 34, 36, which difference between 44 and 38 mil, most people wouldn't give a damn. They'd take either one, yeah. right? But by him actually going to college, he went from questionable number two to hands down number one at the moment. Yeah. So the conversation I want to pivot to is... Kind of all-encompassing, but thoughts on NBA dropping eighteen?
0: Yeah, no, um, I got you. Um, and so. then
1: pros and cons of that, possible side effects, and if that goes through, how quickly do you think it it is that a lot of these top guys just forego college?
0: So, particularly in Zion's case, if he goes to the G League, he probably, I mean.
1: I don't know if he gets the hype machine.
0: The hype machine doesn't know happen, know but it. basketball people in the league would probably know that he can play. One thing that's, I mean, another thing too, on the other side of this, going to Duke, you're playing on ESPN twice a week. You're being talked about on every sports show.
1: You're also being coached by Kay. Coached the by Kay. Coach you're gym. playing
0: with other elite, other elite talent. You're playing against elite talent. You're getting better. Right. He's gotten better. Like he's gotten better since the beginning of the year. To your point, he's made money, not only in, probably in a, on, on his contract, but from a marketability standpoint, like I said earlier, his brand is big. I mean, he's one of the, if not the biggest show in sports, he's one of the biggest shows in sports right now. Must watch TV every time.
1: And honestly, the shoe thing probably got him even more money from Nike. Probably. If he chooses Nike
0: which I feel like... I mean, they had the fast track... Because the campaign,
1: they to, the ad is already ready-made. Yeah, it is. They have a one. A shoe built to handle Zion Williamson. Yeah, come it's up too with. easy now. Nike's too good with the ads. They'll do better than what I... But
0: but they'll get some... It's yeah, already their, ready-made. Their creative department's got it on, 100%. Um, And yeah, I just... I think there's an upside for these guys to go to college for a year. And... You get to be a kid for a year. You get to play on national TV. You get to kind of have the – like, you're not just thrown into this environment. Like, they're gonna they're on the national stage, and you're on the national stage for a full year before you're in the big boy league, right? So, obviously, the, the changes on the court, but then the pressure, all that stuff matters, right? They are only 18 years old. So, they've been in the stage for the last year. They're probably going to – they have a chance to go deep in the tournament, right? I just, I think all of it matters. I think everything here matters. So, and I think for these guys, there is a benefit. Now, they don't get paid, obviously, but there is a benefit to going to Duke, playing under K, playing under, playing with the best players in the country, against, in the best conference in the country. I think there's something to that.
1: I agree 100%. I, like, politically wise, or, I guess philosophically wise. Are you talking about the philosophical argument? Uh, I'm just like to 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 take it this way is I'm also not against giving them the choice because right sure. now you're not giving them the choice. It's still a choice, like they can go play in Europe. Um, I, I I guess other than that, it, so I mean you're, you're limiting their choices by saying they have to be one year removed from high school, essentially. Um, so just in the spirit of, you know, free market and, and letting people being able to decide, we especially are, if we they're are
0: capitalists, too, so if they're sense. ready.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just, I, and whenever in capitalism, in a free market, there's going to be winners and losers. I worry for the kids who get bad advice, a la Kwame Brown, who yes, are like physical specimens. But if they go to the NBA, which the G league wasn't always around. So like that's there. And hopefully, I mean, that would be the idea of safety net is there's this developmental league that is essentially what college has been. Um, for the NBA, which is, it works very different here than it does in Europe for basketball and soccer, but there's going to be some people who get burned by the, the idea of, you know, you can go to the NBA right away if you want. Cause like, a guy on, a teammate of Zion's right now, Marcus Bolden, if the rule was 18, he was a McDonald's All-American as a center. As He came in with, uh, he came in with Okafor the year after? The year. I think he came in the year after. Anyway, he was a McDonald's All-American um, and barely played as a freshman. So if he had the choice, if he was a McDonald's All-American, he probably would have went to the NBA. And if he had, would he already be out of the league? Because now, I mean, he's a starter on Duke, but he's not a star. He's gotten better. So, I mean, you're going to have these kids who do fall through the cracks. And instead of going and playing in college for four years and coming out with a degree, which everyone's like, you know, whatever college degree. Like, and I'm not here to say everybody needs a college degree, but... At least you're giving the kids the choice. I just hope as many of them make the right one as possible because getting a college degree from Duke or whatever name the school is definitely not a bad plan B and you're going to have connections that you're going to have for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, But I, I, you know, I also see the case for allowing some of these kids, in my opinion, it's no more than five a year. 18 year olds should be going to,
0: one hundred percent. No, playing. I
1: mean, and more probably will, for one reason or another.
0: Think about all the top guys that go to the league anyway. Like think about all the guys that go to college for a year or two, who are, you know, lottery picks, top five picks who don't work out. Already having the time. Now they should be allowed to go and get their money because that's even even the money on the first contract. Is
1: generational wealth? Yeah, if it's handled correctly.
0: Yeah, just
1: is. So I, I just, the more I think about it, I understand the not paying, like I, I, I hear, I just don't know if they, like the people who just, it's so easy to throw rocks at the NCAA um, and it's like the popular thing to do and you're probably not going to get any argument back. I just thought of like a Blake Griffin who went to school for two years and dominated and became the number one pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like if we actually sat down and racked through it, there's there's more guys who actually benefited greatly. Which football, you have no choice. But there's So that's not even a conversation. But you could find more guys who benefited greatly by having to go the college route than yeah. just going straight to the NBA. Not saying Blake Griffin was a candidate to go straight to the league.
0: Draymond, Clay, I mean, just off the top of my head. Steph. Steph, obviously. <laughs> Steph
1: Curry. Durant probably could have went straight, but no one like you know what I'm saying? Like no one thought
0: he No, yeah. Harden played two years. Russ played a couple. Hardin
1: made a name for himself Paul at Harden, Arizona State. For Harden, sure. uh, Russ played a couple Russ had a Russ couldn't go straight. You look at some of the Paul George played at least two, I think. Kawhi played at Kawhi least played two. played a
0: year. I think I think uh I think Paul George might have just been a year. But Maybe he played two. because then he wasn't
1: – I don't he think was he was a top-ten pick. No, So like, no. He, he was the first-round pick, yeah, but he
0: was top. Okay. Victor Oladipo. Three years, right? Two years? He spent a couple. Yeah. So. He's our age. He's a year older than us, I think. So.
1: I mean, I think, ideally, if you drop it to 18, the guys who should go anyway will. But I think, inherently, you're going to see more go. Now,
0: one thing should. that the NCAA could do, if they don't want to directly pay the players – Let the players go out and see if they can get just make money off their likeness. I mean, obviously, guys like Zion, RJ, you know, these big names will be able to get probably they'll they'll be on the national stage as far from a brand brand branding perspective. But some of these kids on these teams can probably get local deals, local dealerships, stuff like that, just small stuff. So I mean, let them let them make money off of their likeness and their name. That's to me, that's a Good start to no, letting the players play. I mean, if you don't want to pay them directly, because I can see how that gets messy. Because then you have one guy making more, and then next right. thing you know, they're going to unionize, gonna and things get really messy from that point.
1: I was going to say, I, I personally going to a Division three school. I don't believe. I think it was, was it Shabazz? or was Shabazz it
0: to say no. I
1: don't Shabazz. believe for a word, unless UConn is just a complete. People are still running with
0: that. Like these kids don't don't
1: get. I don't believe him for a second that he was going hungry some nights because you have student unions. Some of these top top top, which UConn at that time was a top college basketball program.
0: And I bet you they still have um, nice facilities.
1: Has, you know, student athlete specific facilities, whether it's housing, tutoring, and I would imagine food nutrition. Right. So, like, I don't believe him for a second when he dropped that. So, like, yes, to your point, these schools should be supporting the student athletes that are making them a ton of money, even the role players. They should never have to even think about where their next meal is, which I personally don't think they do. But things like that and anything related to that shouldn't be a concern. And whatever money they can make off their likeness, to your point, whether it's local or national, goes into some sort of trust where as soon as they leave school, Graduate or don't graduate, they leave early, they get it right. No one's taking any cut, it's them, right? Because the schools are so. I mean, the, the jerseys you could talk about getting a cut of that. Um, so there's a lot of things that I think could be improved, but I think we're both not against dropping it to 18 and letting kids have the choice, knowing that probably some will 100 will, will make a mistake,
0: absolutely. Manny Machado signs a ten-year, three hundred million dollar contract. Both of us were pretty pretty shocked that they shut out this much bread for him, considering it didn't seem like anyone wanted to do the long-term deal. And um, I think we we were chatting that you know that deal probably isn't going to happen. Teams don't want to pay money. I know I'll let you talk about. I know you had a, a thing on maybe a strike and just how they're paying players in general, were you shocked that San Diego dished out this much money to them? Um,
1: I'm not shocked because I'm on the side with the players that, I mean, you could probably make the, like it would be interesting to see if there's some sort of collusion or, because it's baseball more than any other American sport. Is capitalism open market. market.
0: Yeah, it's free market.
1: And if you have a twenty five year old who's won multiple For argument's sake, is the best twenty-five year old third baseman's last shortstop in the game. Nolan Arenado on the Rockies is probably a better third baseman. I think he's a little older though. But regardless, this is one of the best players in baseball. Has been on a crappy team his entire career and It's somewhat unprecedented to have the availability or the opportunity, I should say, to get a Harper and a Machado at this age. Usually guys are not free agents at 25, 26 years old in baseball, just the way that contracts are structured. So it's it's kind of interesting how the open market for someone, you know, supply and demand, something like this really has never been supplied that the demand should, they should meet each other. And the only reason that they wouldn't is that all the buyers have colluded, or co- that's the word that is used in an economics class, but yeah. gotten together and say like, we're not we're not gonna pay them that much. And obviously if, that, if everyone has that convo, one team's gonna pop up and be like, all right, these guys are suckers, we'll pay them that much because we know we're not gonna have any competition for it. Yeah. Right? So, whereas these other sports, you see guys like not to crap on him, he got his money. Like I'm not mad at him at all. Seeing Otto Porter get a similar contract to Clay Thompson,
0: five, four years, just whatever time. money
1: year, yeah, like hundred million. But it's because of the way the CBA is structured. Whereas there's like there's these set numbers that guys have to go out and get. Where players in the NBA are over being overcompensated. And the teams are okay with it because that was the deal that they made. And they're making so much money. And, you know, they arguably have guys who are on bargain deals.
0: So it's just really
1: interesting from that side of things, the economic standpoint, that the most open market game that we have in the U.S. has this standoff between... Because the analogy I used for you earlier is like, let's just say a Russell Westbrook type. Similar age. Uh, He's a former M- MVP, Machado. So that was for Harper. But Machado and Harper are very similar in terms of their career numbers so far. How unfathomable, unfathomable is it that Russell Westbrook, for instance, we would be in October and he wouldn't have an NBA team yet if he made it to free agency?
0: Amazing. No, it wouldn't happen. He would be. He'd have offers – I mean, he would would sign with – I mean, whenever he wanted to sign, he'd have offers, and it would be done deal, depending on his timeline. So that's why – They would come with the offers. Yeah. That's why the
1: players, Adam Wainwright, I've seen a lot. Um, When this agreement ends, unless there's a few specific talking points that the players will not budge on, unless they get them, we will see a strike in a game which really cannot afford one because – With minorities, um, specifically African-Americans, meaning born here in America, um, the game has never been more unpopular um, in terms of players in percentage-wise of the league that is African-American, Blacks born in America, um, in the league. We have an influx of international, but a lot of that is from, you know, what would be considered second world, you know, second world country, Islands, um, So it, it would definitely be a big hit for a sport that has some clout internationally, which the NBA is definitely a head-on. I don't think the NFL will ever be there. No. Because no other countries really play it. But other countries around the world do play baseball. Um, so, and in relation to what these teams spent inflation-wise and revenue-wise in the 2000s compared to now, it's, it's, it's actually a joke which it's easy for you and me to tell billionaires how to spend their money, but it's actually no, it is. I mean, that these players aren't getting paid because yeah. Manny Machado and Bryce Harper's were not running around on the free agent market. And you saw less than five years ago, Jacoby Ellsbury get a $150 million deal as a 29 year old. Amazing. And he had I'm pretty sure only played like one or two full seasons. He was injured. And that's my team, the Yankees.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Robbie Cano, Gets over 200 mil from the the Mariners. Mariners. I'm sure there were other teams that were in there. So, it's very weird.
0: It's wild. How do you think it affects Sharper? Sharper. Wow. Bryce Harper.
1: I mean, if you're Harper, if you're trying to play the long game, I think him and Scott Boris are actually fine actually missing games. Like, if you want that 10-year deal, what is what is 10 15 20 games this year right like if you if that's really what you want and if you're not willing to to concede on that if Manny Machado got 10 years for 300 mil I'm not going for less than that yeah which is amazing cuz the Nationals actually offered him that exact contract before free agency started turned down i think a couple of days before the season ended
0: yeah
1: um they offered him that. Machado, he had one major injury. Harper's had more nagging injuries, so I think that's playing into it a little bit. Um, but this is a guy who can play, I mean, in his later years, he can play other positions, especially if the First NL base, adopts DH. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he, his best position talented, growing up was a catcher.
0: Yeah, he's a talented fielder. He's so a he's talented.
1: lefty, so he's limited as far as how many – actually, he, he throws right-handed, so, right-handed so there's yeah. – you know, I'm not talking about him switching to shortstop or something, but like, he's a guy who's going to have versatility later on in his career, and not to mention how much money he's going to bring in. For I mean, he's the most popular player in the game, hundred percent. Um,
0: behind Aaron, oh, Aaron Judge, second, but yeah, he's up there.
1: But yeah, I would. I mean, especially if a Bryce Harper plays in New York. Or any, I mean, LA, whatever, San Francisco. I don't think it matters. He would be the most popular player in baseball hands mm-hmm. down. Um, and so you know, an owner is going to make money off of that as well. Especially with Harper Machado, not as much. You, you're not just getting money from the production he has on the field. You're going to get it from other things as well. So it's 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 actually insane. And maybe it's a part of it is the fact that the Yankees and the Red Sox, which are usually the two biggest buyers are pretty content with their teams and no other teams are stepping up. Yeah, watch out.
0: Bad. Yankees uh, signed a $70 million deal, signed a seven years, 70 mil for so Aaron Hicks. They, so.
1: Recently they signed Luis Severino, who's a 24-year-old ace. Which is fine. Uh, to a four-year $40 million deal, which most would consider that a bargain. Aaron Hicks is a 29-year-old center fielder, premium position switch hitter, Um has had saying. his best year since coming over to New York. They signed him to seven years, 70 mil. My initial reaction was, if you're willing to go to age 36, 37 with Aaron Hicks, how are you not willing to go 36, 37 with Harper? I'm assuming that was your initial reaction as well.
0: Yeah, I was mostly just making a joke. that We got Aaron Hicks, so it's all good. For, for all He's been that. really good. No, he has been. I'm making it. But it is so ironic that, you know,
1: I mean, I also... my reaction was what the, what the f? Talking to my uncle, it's definitely a team-friendly deal from the aspect of much easier to unload that than what they're dealing with with Jacoby Ellsbury right now, which is just he's making like north of twenty mil and he's garbage. Whereas Aaron Hicks, if he stays, I would—he's an above-average center fielder.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: And if it's he becomes fair. an average for ten mil, like that's not that hard of a contract on. Definitely. So I think that's good business by the Yanks, but it's it is, it but it's some of the
0: age. Some point I just when are they gonna just go for it? Just,
1: I, mean, I have I guess, no idea who it's gonna be. Vegas has Philly. I think he's had multiple conversations with Philly. They have the money, they're willing to spend it.
0: I think he was talking with the Dodgers as well.
1: Um, came
0: out. I mean there's I'm sure there's a handful of teams that are talking, but
1: it's it's actually wild. I mean, it is it is wild that a twenty five year old former MVP who will bring in money regardless hasn't been signed. And spring training has started.
0: It's amazing. No, it's uh my voice keeps cracking on this podcast, so I'm sure that's going to sound excellent. Um Bobby? do you want to touch Bob craft except for the guy just seems like he's, I mean, he's, his wife died earlier in the decade, right? 2011. It's just one of those things where he's just kind of saying, I it, I'm, I'm going out on my own way and <laughs> balling. He's, he's hanging out on the, you know, on the sidelines of basketball games with rappers. He's dating girls 40 years younger than him. Um, if not, if there's not a bigger gap, actually, I guess he's like, what, seven, I think eight. she's in her,
1: she's actually in her mid to late 30s. Is she? I think, I read an article, so,
0: For I read problem, an article just, that, he's just a man, lot of yeah.
1: people, and it was People Magazine, so whatever. Super legit. But, uh, a lot of people say since the death, a lot of people were shocked at how fast he like, got with this other chick, I think it was like, three to nine months, so I'm just giving a range, because I think it was six, but. Three to nine months after his wife died, which they had been married for, I want to say, 30 to 46 years. Um, Sorry for the ranges. I don't have the article in front of me, but Mm. 30 to 46 years that they were married. And to a lot of people's accounts, it was like a, you know, whatever, love story. Um, They were shocked at how fast he got back (laughs) into the game. And like you just said, he's been running around with people that you wouldn't expect him to. I mean, even going as far to, like, visit Meek Mill in prison and, like, publicly defend him. Yeah. I find it's – when I read it, my first thing was, like, why don't they go and meet, like, regular Joes who probably actually have a case? And I I don't know anything about Meek Mill's thing. Like, he's out now. Whatever. But, like, why is it just, like, let's go defend the rich – other rich people?
0: No, it is interesting
1: <laughs> when you're Bob Kraft and, and like you obviously there's a lot of people have that, your businesses I mean, making money for you. Like, why are you going to see him? Yeah, the people there's probably there's a lot of people, lot of people who and are
0: incarcerated who probably don't deserve to be incarcerated right now, which is a whole other conversation. Me. Yeah. But the whole, I guess, the one thing, right? I guess when you're like 71 and your wife dies, and it's like he, they were surprised he didn't wait longer. I don't know how much longer, I guess like. Everybody's different. Everyone's I don't for judge him. him. For Everyone's that. different. I don't judge one, him. One. Two, you probably don't have that much time, right? So he probably had an epiphany one day and said, Damn.
1: Which I don't think he's such that chick in his life. She lives in his LA house. Fair. Which he's like spends half the year at. I doubt they've ever done good. anything physically. Good for her. Which is I not guess. our normal topic of conversation. Yeah, we haven't but
0: gotten just I highly
1: doubt that's their arrangement. <laughs>
0: no, yeah. So, which is probably why he's, I wonder if they're uh, going to
1: make him step down at the prostitute. Probably. So I mean, for a league that is almost too big to fail, to use a term from our financial crisis, referring to some of the banks, because they take so many black eyes, but they still do very, very well yeah. financially. The NFL. If you make the Panthers guy go down for, which I don't even like, I don't know if he was even charged with anything. He had just been accused. We might want to look that up real quick. Jerry Richardson, um, former owner of the Panthers, who was forced to sell the team. I'm pretty sure it was just accusations. Um, a
0: mistreatment of employees who are yeah, especially African-American, was that yeah. right? I, just, I can't remember if it was female, it was female or African-American, female. but it might there have was some female. sort of workplace Bio misconduct. Was, yeah, you're right, you're right. I yeah. don't
1: know if it actually went to court and it was proven, but let's say it was. This definitely is in that arena. We're not here to have conversations about what's a worst crime or not. No. Right? But, like, if you put these two things on the same plane, well, yes, it wasn't to an actual employee of the, the Patriots. Still mm-hmm. a bad look. Not great. Still a bad beat. It's not a great beat. He bought the team for probably a couple hundred million. It's now worth – it came out today. I think it was 3.3. It's the second most valuable NFL franchise. So, like, when, for argument's sake, the franchise and the league could be at all-time highs and there couldn't be a better time to sell, yeah. for argument's sake, with Brady, especially if you're the Pats and Brady and Belichick move on.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> the winning will definitely subside. Manage
0: of the Sun. Yeah, might as well.
1: Oh, for- Screw the sun, sell it. In my opinion, they're not um, going to sell that though. There's, there's no way. I mean, the amount sell. for what you bought it, for what you have it now, and if you're forced I just to think, sell, but
0: I think that family. I doubt you loves. keep it in the family. They though. don't need the money. I mean, he's got. five I understand, six but bills. If the
1: league's telling you you got to sell.
0: I'm not saying. Well, no, I, don't I, 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 don't, agree.
1: I don't think he would ever do it on his own. I don't think volition. they're going to make him sell. I don't think they'll just say. if they down. made Jerry Richardson sell, why wouldn't they? What's your argument why they wouldn't make Bob Kraft sell?
0: You're he, saying cuz he he's a been son? well one because I think he's been Jerry Richardson doesn't have a son. He's been an intricate part. I, mean, I don't know if the sons actually I mean I'm just saying Bob the son is involved in the Patriots already. Bob Kraft's played a been a, he's been a pretty important owner throughout the past 20 years. Been a, one of the more powerful guys. I, I just, don't think that matters. I, I, I think you're it, ro- I'm I not just, you're not wrong. I just don't think that
1: matters to the NFL. Like he's if anything you could say he's done what he's done. He doesn't have anything more to offer, especially –
0: I just – I don't think – as long as he's not the face, that's more important than the sell the team.
1: That's Devil's advocate and people who are calling for him to sell the team will say, if it's his son, how is he still – how can you prove that he's not involved?
0: I don't think they care, as long as he's not the face. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the NFL is going to care if he's involved or not. But as long as he's not the face of the franchise, that's what matters. I don't think it matters if he's involved. As long as he's not. Because that guy loves. If you were pushed
1: to make Jerry Richardson sell the team for imp- improper conduct, misconduct, whatever, in the workplace, Bob Craft gets caught red-handed. Because I think he's. Soliciting prostitution. Let's just say for. Not argument sake that those two are on the same plane. If you made one dude sell his team, you're saying the only reason they wouldn't is because he's done more for the
0: league. I'm saying, yeah, I think I think personalities and people matter in this instance, and I think they're also lucky that it's the off season and they can probably let this cool off. That happened for in the off season as well, I believe. Yeah, that's I'm fair. Gonna, we'll I, see what
1: happens. I mean, I mean I, it's it's opinion. I, I, in my opinion, it's a league that continuously has bad beats. I think and... this will be another one.
0: They'll just make him step down. I don't think they're going to make him sell the team. I just think as long as he's not the face of the franchise. I mean, and honestly, they and...
1: probably be doing him a favor by making him sell the team. In my opinion, as far as what he bought it for and what it's worth now. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that team is worth anything near... What it they say it is when Brady and Belichick leave? It's sure. not a big market. The stadium is not prime real estate. It's out in the boonies. That team's not going to be worth once those guys go. That team is not going to be worth what it's worth right now. I agree. So, like from the financial I mean, standpoint, they'd be doing him a favor by making him sell, which is not the conversation. Bro, I mean, I think they should make him sell it because I think it's just it's a bad beat. And if it's his son in charge, if I'm like naysayers, who what's like, that's just not enough for me to say, he's not still in charge. Like the, the name is the craft, right? And like, and again, this wouldn't even be a punishment because the guy will be making an absurd profit, which he's already a billionaire. So it's just a drop in the bucket. But sure. like, If I'm the NFL and I actually, if if you care about your reputation, think he's got to sell the team i'm not i'm not right saying on. you're wrong I'm like, I, get what you're saying. I won't be up in
0: arms if they make him sell the team but yeah no i i can I see just, that
1: because like what happens to a player let's say it was a, a player instead what would they do 100
0: percent he would not he'd be out and you're right Because now
1: you get back to the which i personally don't agree with the entire premise What's weird is like, like players saying so slave mentality. Probably for like owners. a
0: six-game, probably like I mean, for a player, it may be like a six-game suspension and a fine. <laughs> right? Are they are they going to do that with Kraft? Did they do that? I mean, here's the thing: they made Jerry Richardson sell the team, and I and if they came out and did a six-game suspension for Robert Kraft and a fine of like half a million dollars, nothing would surprise me because be it is
1: the league. That has set the most precedence that there is no precedent. There is not. It's
0: they actually literally just it's there's actually, no book. It's actually genius because now no one knows They, they just look. literally did de- Yeah. It's like whatever
1: by the seat of the Roger pants. Goodell <laughs> feels that morning.
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. Just making it up as they go. It's and if you're cool. the
1: owners, I think you can like you only stand to lose in any future negotiations, right? If Bob Craft gets stuck in prostitution and he's still an owner, next time you guys have a CBA, let's also come seem, up, yeah, because the, the NFL—that's just another bull in the NFL Players Association chamber, yeah, right. Which is a pretty, pretty well—I don't say. I mean, they have a lot of factions,
0: yeah.
1: I, I was going down the wrong. So, like, you're just giving the NFLPA something that. the you really don't have to. No, Since definitely. It's, it's wild. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm actually here for the drama. There's more names to come out.
0: So they're the biggest names. So
1: um, maybe Tiger. <laughs> I really hope not. Interesting. They're oh. boys, so I'm not surprised. But Trump comes to the defense of of Bob, and he he said his people said he's innocent, so he's innocent. It's funny though. That-
0: what would happen? If, what would happen if? uh just say for. For the sake of conversation, if Bob Kraft gets indicted, Don, a little pardon, Donnie T just comes in, a little pardon. Wouldn't surprise. I could see him. I mean, I could see him like talking about it in public, and it just wouldn't he's, surprise he's, me at all. <laughs> Trump tweeted midday today
1: that OPEC needs to chill. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing, and oil prices went down three percent.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Must be nice to just tweet some shit out and be able to stir up all types of stuff um but will we get we're will probably we get a docu
1: series on this administration
0: depending on who it is that's a fascinating question on who does it is that depending on who it, who it is you could have one person paint it like if it's a Sean Hannity funded. I would love... Project. A little different than maybe... I would someone love... Someone else, so...
1: Just... The absolute truth. an absolute behind the scenes. I don't care.
0: You can see this. I want
1: no... I don't want any bias. Just the truth. I, I want Straight that. Straight up.
0: No, we, we, need, we don't... behind the curtain. We don't deserve that. We need... We we deserve it and we need it. Just, <laughs> like... To see him with three TVs with McDonald's breakfast in the morning. Just... <laughs>
1: Fox news, Fox news, Fox. Christian Bale can't play him. He played Cheney.
0: Fox Network and then like one American news. Alec Baldwin's like not good enough. No, he's not.
1: I don't know. Because this is uh this is going to be high quality. This is not SNL.
0: This is interesting. And at the very end of the podcast, we're like an hour and like twenty in. We've gone way too long, and now we're talking about who would play Donald Trump in a movie. This is interesting.
1: Not a movie. Movies not enough. I need a, a
0: docu-series. I need a docu-series. <laughs> like a, like a, like a seven-parter on Netflix or something. straight me across all platforms. Amazon. I mean, everyone. To pick just a out. joint
1: joint venture. Joint venture. <laughs> Bezos, Iger, <laughs> Murdoch. They just come to Murdoch is now the largest stakeholder once the deal goes through Disney Corp. Just let me see if it. He we done, some influence
0: there. He's that done, money
1: has a lot of bread. He's done okay. <laughs> a lot of
0: bread? He's done okay. Um, well, this has been a fun one. Little NBA, little uh, college basketball, um, little Zion, little Bobby Kraft. Didn't think we'd talk about who'd be playing Trump in a movie or docuseries. So start doing this a little bit more regularly, having more interesting conversations. Um, so we'll keep this up for you guys at least once a week. Um, get back to the Facebook lives. I'm gonna try and get this on iTunes. See if we can do that. Um, so thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter uh, at Ian Sork at 10 Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, at Ian Sork at 10 Until next time.